0: Should not stop you from going about your life. Should not stop you from going to Chinatown and going out to eat. I'm going to do that today myself. Just black and white. Come to Chinatown. Here we are. We're again careful, safe, and come join us. This is the truth. There's really no need to panic and to avoid activities
1: that we always do as New Yorkers. We are a hearty people.
0: This is
1: Danny Land. Can't believe it's podcast number, what, 53 now? Trying to shut this damn thing down, ain't gonna happen. I'm focused. Never been more determined in my life. Friends, my name is Danny Chekolinski. How are you? I am your host at Danny Land. Mission statement. We changed it last week based on the way people are acting in this country. 95% of the country's stupid. Just for tuning in, you're part of the 5%. Welcome you don't know about the podcast, we come to you from the uh, dungeon. That's the name from my basement, Willoughby, Ohio, 20 miles east to downtown Cleveland. It sounds like I know what I'm doing. I do. Dominated morning radio for over 30 years until they told me what to say. That shit ain't going to happen. I don't get paid for this. My mouth is not for hire. <laughs> my mouth is not. go. Uh, uh, things are starting to. Uh, my mouth is not for hire. Uh, it sounds like a Richard part of the We got Richard's dance party. Hey, no, let's do it. I want to dance with somebody. Yes, let's do it. My mouth is not hey, for hire. Ahoo ga. dance with me. <laughs> come dance with me. Come on. All right, I need some and levity. You, you and okay. you. All right, good. Exhale. All right. Things are starting to turn. Things are starting to return to normal. Evidently, all the protesters had forced, I don't know, that forced—I don't know—that that, that, that torch buildings and stole clothes in Hennessy, they had to go to, They had to go back to work this week, huh? <laughs> Look, George Floyd was murdered on May 25th, and they're still toting his body around like it's—it's it's a scene from *Weekend at Bernie's*. And I, look, I, I, it can't be a stereotype if it's true. We started in Minneapolis and we're off to North Carolina. It's going to finally end on Tuesday in Houston. The guy's traveled more in the last uh, week than I have in the last four years. A lot of people on the left will tell you that we are coming to our senses. That's not it. We just ran out of things to, to burn and steal. Enough. Before we begin, I want you to understand something. And I say this a lot, but it's important because a lot of you ain't getting it, all right? I'm not a Republican. I'm a libertarian. And that means I'm never going to be totally happy. I will treat you the way you treat me. I do acknowledge that racism does exist. Of course, sure, But we have a choice as to what we let into our worlds, my friend. And racism does not exist in my world. Radio Danny on Facebook. That's the way you get a hold of me, okay? Drew Brees, a quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, one of the best of all time. He, he doesn't understand why some of his teammates will kneel for the national anthem. Good question. And he got in the hot water for what he said. He apologized not once, but twice. So how horrible, or if you're from New York, how horrible uh, of a man
0: is he? Let's uh, listen to Drew here. I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let, me, let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the, the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem that's what i think about and in many cases it brings me to tears thinking about all that has been sacrificed not just those in the military but for that matter those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point point. and is everything right with our country right now no. no it's not we still have a long way to go But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together, we can all do better, and that we are all part of the solution. Wow, what a dick, huh? Look, I don't like
1: when people burn the flag. It pisses me off. But ironically enough, a lot of men and women have died for the right to burn the flag. So, if, if flag burners that are listening, I don't think you're, you know, you're you're long gone. But if you know a flag burner, tell them uh, to have a, a set of balls, and tell them to burn it in front of a veteran. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what are these riots really about? Family members of George Floyd they beg for peace. We saw them they were on TV begging for peace. They said they did not want riots and looting to be his legacy, he uh, being George Floyd, to be his legacy. Sounded good, but riots and looting continued. In, uh, in drama, there's something called an inciting incident, all right? It's the one event that sets off the storyline. So with the riots and the looting being the storyline, the inciting incident was the murder of George Floyd. But what is the real storyline here? Tucker Carlson offered this. Now suddenly it is obvious, it should have been obvious the first day. This is about Donald Trump. Of course it is. We just couldn't see it. For normal people, Donald Trump is a president. You may like him, you may not like him, but either way there will be another president at some point and we will move on, as we always have. But for Donald Trump's enemies, there is nothing else. Everything is about Trump. Everything. Donald Trump defines their friendships, their careers, their marriages. Donald Trump affects how they raise their children. Trump occupies the very center of their lives. As long as Donald Trump remains in the White House, they feel powerless and diminished and panicked. They cannot be happy. In everything they do, their overriding goal is to remove Donald Trump from office. And that's exactly what they're trying to do now. That's what these riots are about. Uh, I don't know if I'm totally going to jump on board with that. But how, it's a very interesting theory, and pretty much it's impossible to refute. All right, look, I, but before you send in the comment to Radio Danny on Facebook, I know there's, a, there's some of you out there saying I'm a racist and that, that Tucker Carlson's a racist, and I, 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 like, I like to hang with a lot of white people, sit on the porch drinking Country Time lemonade and uh, eating a tofu burger all right i will see your i will see your glass of country time and a tofu burger and i'll raise you on this man's thoughts right here trump is not fighting against black people he's not fighting against spanish people he's
0: not fighting against transgender he's not fighting against mexicans or none of that shit. trump is fighting against globalists globalists that don't have nothing to do
1: with none of us globalists They are people who believe in one world order One world agenda The bankers The money The movie makers They the ones who hate Trump For a reason Cause he's not their plan He's not part of their agenda Trump done went over there Got North Korea To put down their guns He done squashed the beef With motherfucking Russia He done told China To stop playing with us And pay us our money Went to the European Union Told them
0: that y'all owe us money Time to pay up Or y'all not gonna get no security He done cut the goddamn uh, 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 Corporate tax from 35% to 21% Making us more fucking uh, competitive in the global market.
1: <laughs> I like that guy. be funny if he was like the uh, spokesperson for the White House. He'd call him the thing with motherfucking Russia. All right. You're not gonna... You're not gonna hear or see that man on mainstream media because it does nothing to separate the races. Gotta follow me on this, all right? That's what liberal media wants. Conflict. They want chaos. They want buildings that burn... And they want glass that breaks. They don't care for a solution. They want problems. Again, on 20 miles east of downtown Cleveland, we had, uh, we had riots and looting here. Now, I kept on saying if everyone was so appalled by what happened to George Floyd, they would have protested peacefully right away. The reason why it took time, and I'm talking about the riots. Here specifically in my hometown of Cleveland, Ohio, it's too, it's too well organized. There was a call to action, and, and, and bad people took to the streets of Cleveland, and they wanted to do bad things. Think I'm nuts? Okay. Listen to CBS 19 talking about how it was planned.
0: The rioting downtown didn't just happen to break out. Law enforcement sources tell the I-Team, organized troublemakers helped set this off. Investigators could tell by what some in the crowd wore, what they said to each other on the street, and how they started the chaos. It began with a protest over the death of George Floyd and police custody in Minnesota. It exploded. Yay! These people, it seems, have no vested interest in justice for George Floyd. No, they're just here to cause havoc Eric Feinberg, not surprised outsiders disrupted this protest. Feinberg researches the fringes of the internet for a group called the Coalition for a Safer Web. He showed the iTeam an underground network to track protests and police. You can look at it and see what's going on again in Atlanta, Chicago, New York, and then say, hey, I want a piece of it. So it started out as a national page of protests or riots. They're now separating them out. And
1: they're patching in to police scams. All right. Uh, Again, uh, this is Danny Land. I'm Danny Chekolinski. A lot of people listen to this podcast, and I appreciate it very much. We'll talk about how you can increase the force of Danny Land a little bit later in the podcast. But no matter where you live, and there's listeners in many, many cities across the country to this podcast, different countries as well. But no matter where you live, this podcast, Proved one thing. The police cannot protect you. You pay taxes. They're overwhelmed. The need for the Second Amendment, my friends, has never been stronger. Try, try and get a firearm. Go to a gun dealer today. Try, they're sold out. If you get one, I strongly urge you to get one, by the way. Take the safety class. It's not a toy. It's a responsibility. And like the fingers on your hand... It's something you need. City of Cleveland, as I said, not ready. That lies on the mayor. That would be Frank Jackson. Yeah. Democrat. So he's not on the same level of you listening. As mayor, I would think that you should be proud of the city you run. Listen to what Mayor Jackson said about
0: the city. Well, this definitely had a lot of people asking, what did he say? Mayor Frank Jackson is getting some heat over a comment he made on perceptions of Cleveland. And though he said the perceptions are not the reality, he used a word we have never heard come out of the mayor's mouth. Half haste helps, but whole haste hinders. Whoa, she just said butthole. (laughs) (laughs) At first, that was kind of our reaction, too, watching Mayor Frank Jackson interviewed by The Appeal, a criminal justice website. And even though Cleveland
1: is perceived to be the, uh, the, the butthole of the world oh
0: sometimes, right? Oh what? When you look at perception, not reality, Cleveland in the Cleveland region is a pretty wealthy area. Sure, but what about the first part? And even though Cleveland is
1: perceived to be the, uh, the, the butthole of the world oh sometimes, right? Are you kidding me? Look, I was born and raised here. I left in 1985, came back in 1997, left in 2004. I came back for good in 2018. I was born here, and I'm going to freaking die here, all right? We've had tough times in the city, and that's why the character of this city is tough. Make your fucking jokes. I don't care. Yeah, a river caught on fire. A city went into default. The mayor's hair caught on fire. The list goes on. This is my home. I don't live in a butthole, man. Mayor. Mayor Jackson, I don't live in a fucking butthole, all right? Maybe you're just an asshole and you can't climb your way out of your own sphincter. I I I eagerly await the day that you are out of office and all your shit's in a cardboard box, and you're eating government surplus cheese. Don't get me wrong. I love the freaks Freaks make the world go round There's, difference. There's a difference between freaks and, and bad leaders, okay Freaks are interesting Freaks shake things up And here in Cleveland, we've got, our, uh, we've got our own freak Listen to this
0: As a nation, we went from COVID To crisis Inspiring the voice of
1: another I am Honey Bell Bay The Poet Laureate of Cuyahoga County
0: And I still call out His name George Floyd and he calls out Philando Castile for honey. It's my favorite mural in Cleveland because it represents the shoulders that I stand on. Right. The words seem to come easy. National pain. National rage. Oh my god. This is everyone's problem when peace and justice aren't on the page. Oh. Like never before, is not the time to be muted. Even when it's hard to right. write. And this entire year, it's been that fight. So I have to write so that I can get it right. W-R-I-T-E. Right. So I understand. So that I can Thank you
1: people. very much. I think I've given you uh, too much time. Do you know what time is? Nancy Pelosi tells us. Because
0: everything yes. is about time. Right. Thomas Paine, our, these are the times that try men's souls. The times have found them. Again and again. Even, even our poets, uh, Longfellow, Remember, listen, my
1: children, and you will hear the Midnight no. Ride of Paul Revere on 18th- All right, Pour me another drink, Nancy, and Botox. Uh, Botox at line three for Pelosi. Okay. All right. So uh, let let me uh, let me get uh, focused here. The question: What what's the big movement now? Right? Yeah, oh, we got to defund the police. Just eliminate them. Not kidding. Again, I watch the news, so you don't have to. I'll let you know what's going on. I warned you, what, six, eight weeks ago? The revolution was near. Now oh, half the fucking country burns. And they are like, holy cow, maybe I should listen to this guy, right? So what is the big movement now? It's defund the police. Just eliminate them. And we kind of got a trial of that during the, uh, during the riots. And there's a difference between protesting and riots, okay? Protesting, you're peaceful, you're calm, you obey the law. Riots, you don't give a shit. Set things on fire. Smack cops in the head. Throw rocks. Take Hennessy high tops and pants. That's a rioter. That's, That's bad. Look, here's the thing. If anything, we need better training and more police. And I agree they're lacking training. Okay, that's fine. It's obvious. Especially when dealing with the mentally ill. It's a huge problem. Nobody's addressed that in any state in this country. Mayor uh, Jacob Fry of Minneapolis, he showed up at the rally in Minneapolis over the weekend and when he would not commit to defunding the police because that's what these, these animals wanted. He was thrown out. Listen to this. You get the idea, listen to that, okay? The guy showed up, all right? That's your mayor, right? I know he's stupid and weak. He's a Democrat that's stupid and weak, I get it. But he offered the olive branch and they threw him out. So this movement, or whatever you want to call it, they support the freedom of speech as long as it goes along with their agenda. That's not freedom of speech. It's called censorship, all right? I want to share this with you. Over the weekend, uh, some white college girls were removing Black Lives Matter graffiti that was posted with spray paint on a government building. You would think this effort would be cheered, right? Good job. Guess again.
0: Why are you guys removing Black Lives Matters graffiti? We're, we're just trying to take it. Yeah, feet. we tried over there, and it wasn't coming off. It's still one of those coming off. But why do you want that to come off? Well, I, I don't, can't the federal yeah, the but, but so you don't care about black lives, then? No, uh, not enough to leave up a message. You no. um, don't disagree with the message, ma'am. It's just on the building. We're just trying to clean it. Right. Not, not a great way to use your white privilege, ladies. That's not a great... Really? That's disgusting.
1: It sure is disgusting what you said, ma'am. It's graffiti, okay? It's a crime. It's damaging government property. It's all about restoring beauty. And that's white privilege? Some will argue, got to follow me here, big point happening. Some will argue affirmative action is white privilege. Here's what I believe. I believe in hiring the best, hiring the best person for the job. So why not apply affirmative action to the NBA? So we would have 80% of white guys playing in the NBA. That sounds very entertaining, doesn't it? Let's be honest, nobody's gonna score more than 50 points at the damn game. America's a melting pot. We come from different ethnicities and traditions, and that's what makes it pretty interesting. We we uh we can and should be exposed to different cultures. So on Saturday, I watched the George Floyd Mass in North Carolina. All right. Southern Black Churches, I gotta be honest, I've never been in one. Very interesting. Keep in mind I grew up in Strongsville, Ohio. Only child. My parents took me to church and I was told to be quiet. But it's not that way in southern black churches. Listen.
0: Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, notice that the psalmist said, I'm not camping out in the valley. (laughs) He said, I am. I'm going to walk through. I'm going to march through. I'm going to advance through. I'm not going to stop. And with God being his shepherd, nobody can stop him walking through. All right.
1: <laughs> that sounds like, like a lot of freaking fun. The first thing I thought about was uh, one of my all-time favorite movies, the, uh, the Blues Brothers, remember? When James Brown was the pastor. Do you see the light? <laughs> That's what I thought of, right? So I'd go there. It sounds like a lot of fun. Well, there's a comic, all right? Uh, I'm trying to lighten up the mood here, all right? Uh, Gary Owen, he's a white guy, and he's uh, married to a black woman. <laughs> and he talks about going to a black church for the uh, first time and I said this is pretty funny talk about it are you with him what
0: you're allowed to talk are you serious
1: I'm gonna say something <laughs> watch I'm gonna say something what's this <laughs> <laughs> I heard it, come on it's 430
0: <laughs> another song why is she singing Rihanna
1: that's nothing to do with church it's 6 o'clock that's what I miss my friends I do the laughter not taking things so freaking seriously no, no danger no pain no hurting just freaking peace coming together laughter when you laugh You probably don't care about causing pain or anger, animosity. We just laugh. Life is too short. Time to let go of the hate. I think it's time to laugh again. I really do. And that's my goal for Friday's podcast. I don't want to talk about this shit anymore, all right? I want to go back to talking about uh, people like Joe Biden. What an idiot.
0: I look forward to introducing, I would have already done it had not, had, had, uh, we had not had the death, George had not been <laughs> held up against that curb. Oh dear God. <laughs> I had planned on introducing it earlier, but I'll be introducing it very quickly.
1: All right. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, let's hug a tree. Can we do that right now?
0: Such a lack of life and sound. Yes. All that's left is bare muddy ground. A magnificent tree was murdered. Yes. The mighty dollar cut it down. Steel There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. Give sick. me Nikes. There's a hole in the sky where the tree once was. Somebody's making money. All right. Illustrating the absurd,
1: my friends, by being absurd. I need a favor. Again, Danny Chekolinski, that is my name, Radio Danny on Facebook. Send your feedback. And uh, when I said I need some help, I need to just tell one person about the podcast. Forward it to them, link it on their Facebook page, do Twitter, tweet it. Uh, LinkedIn, that's always good. Send it to a former employer. That's wonderful. All right, we're done with the podcast. Thank you. Be at peace. Let's put this to rest and move on, and we will talk again on Friday.
0: You have just experienced the truth. And I love all people,
1: rich or poor, but in those particular positions, I just don't want a poor person. Does that make sense?
0: Make sure to tune in again to Danny Land. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. Be Danny's Facebook friend at Radio Danny. He'll be sure to send you pictures of his wing. Rocket
1: Man is on a suicide mission for himself.